Hey everyone, it's your host Sam, and thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. On this episode, we're going to talk about losing yourself and what that means and what that feels like, and some of the ways that you can be able to ground yourself again. Um, I mentioned a couple episodes ago that I think that this podcast had kind of gone in direction where a lot of the things that I talked about didn't necessarily give hope. And I want to encourage everyone to push through whatever season or situation that they're currently going through and make sure that I include the piece of there is another side, there is the light to go towards because I find that in these times, it's very hard to find the hope. And depending on what you're going through and how you're going through it, it can be almost impossible to find the motivation to be able to do those things. So there is definitely hope. And I want to encourage everyone to find that. And I also want to say, you know, these thoughts that I put in this podcast form are my own. These are things that um, are near and dear to me, yet they are still evolving. And so my thoughts on certain things can change over time with new information. And that's a part of the learning process. That's a part of the growing process. And I hope that everyone tries to adopt that kind of student mentality to life, Um, especially if this is your first episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, so let's get into it. So I think the concept of losing yourself occurs to a lot of us at different times, different stages for different reasons. And sometimes we know it and sometimes we don't. I recall one of the first times that I lost myself. Um, it was due to majority of a relationship. It's one of my first serious relationships and I completely submerged myself in this life stage and completely forgot about me and who I was and what I wanted. And it's been kind of a an uphill battle. So going through a relationship and trying to, you know, merge two lives together. Sometimes you default to the other person's life. Sometimes that person defaults to your, you know, choice or um, thought process. And over time, you kind of create this whole new nucleus, at least, you know, on my end, it just evolves into this new relationship bubble. Um, And during that experience, I remember greatly almost not having my own thoughts and not to say that that person was in my ear, but because the part of me that is so giving and that is so generous, um, just wanted to give more and more and more. And what happened with that is that, um, you find more and more time to take away from yourself and, it shows up in different ways. So depending on the relationship, because this happens, I believe in every relationship and, um, unless you're conscious of it or proactive about it, you're more than likely going to do this, um, subconsciously, depending on your personality type. And for me personally, um, you know, backfires because of this have been, um, gaining excess weight. Um, not taking care of my physical appearance, not practicing any self-care. Um, it could be, I haven't even had stages where I just wasn't motivated for school. I would rather participate in being 
in that relationship. Um, work, you know, not being motivated to work and not to say that I didn't want to go to work or anything like that, but more like um, career-wise, couldn't navigate my career. School was hugely, hugely um, affected at one point. There were just things that were for me that I felt didn't have or serve a purpose. Now that could have easily been because of the type of relationship that I was in previously, where the individuals that I was with didn't see the value in that. And not to say that they intentionally did it, because I genuinely think that they didn't, um, especially when you're in your early 20s. Um, they didn't see the the ramifications of having a partner who wasn't driven um, on their own. And I kind of go into this hermit um, mode when I'm in a relationship because I want to ensure that that partnership um, can survive. And really, I give it my all because I find that sometimes people try to, you know, have relationships where they don't give it the time to grow, to breathe, to live um, in that process of losing yourself. <laughs> that fun process, these are, these are pure sarcasm. Please understand that. Usually what happens when that happens, you struggle with finding a sense of um, foundation. Now, I want to be very clear. There are individuals who have always struggled with foundation. And what I mean by foundation is being able to access your values, your beliefs, your genuine default reactions or um, personality or characteristics or things that you like, things that you enjoy, things that motivate you. So that sense of like, I have a Rolodex that kind of, you know, makes me up or makes me who I am. And in any time that I need to have access to it, I know where it is. I know what to, to expect, et cetera, et cetera. When you lose yourself and you you have a foundation, it's usually a slow process. It's not overnight. Um, maybe externally it feels like, oh my goodness, she just met somebody or oh my goodness, she just moved to this place and now she's a different person. It's usually a slow process where there's a sense of yearning um, for something different, something new, something more seemingly comfortable. And when the opportunity comes its way, you're swifted away because you're more than vulnerable and open to it um, because you're not necessarily considering the um, the ramifications of not having your grounding. And in that process, I find that it seems like it almost is like, how do you explain it? It's almost like... Um, it's out of body experience because it's happening very slowly by little things. And not to say that it's because of a narcissist or a manipulator or a womanizer or um, a certain season. It's, it could be, it again, it's a void within yourself that allows these circumstances to shift or move or to um, develop or to take away things that you have set up or things that you believed in. Um, and that's how it works because if you're in a place of complete solitude and grounding, it's very hard for anyone or anything to ship that. And so that basically is like your weak spot. That's the weak spot that is being exploited, maybe unintentionally or sometimes intentionally 
um, by circumstance or someone. And that requires a lot of strength and calculated um, maneuvering to ensure that this doesn't sabotage or damage the hard work you put in or the journey that you're currently on. So I want to be clear that there was a big void for me to have a partnership or a um, a relationship, you know, specifically with some a male that that mm, filled a void, and it could have very well been my lack of access to my father, and you know, our relationship that was estranged for many years, um, and so you know, if you listen to my podcast talking about my relationship with my father, you'll hear me go into depths of of just how, you know, um, he and I, although he, although he was physically there, he wasn't participating. And so I think my need to have a man, um, not only enjoy my presence, but me devote my time and energy into them, uh, made a huge difference in how I positioned and prioritized the relationship. There is something that I really want to do again because I think it's so important. I actually did it with a former teacher who is no longer with us due to cancer, David Menashe. He actually did a priority list and he actually has a book called The Priority List, which is super phenomenal. To, it, I mean, it talks about his journey. It talks about life and just seizing life by the balls. And it's super inspirational. I definitely check, I would definitely have you guys check that out. Um, <clears throat> essentially what it did is it listed out, you know, 15 to 20 different priorities um, in people's lives, whether it be independence or friendship or love or religion. Um, and as life shifts and changes, you basically practice that again, um, writing those lists, you know, writing those topics down um, in whatever value you place on them at that given moment tells you kind of how things have shifted and how, you know, life has kind of shifted. So I want to do a riff on that when it comes to everything in me, because I find it to be so important, um, for us to just do like a check-in with ourselves. And then I'll probably be, um, a part of the next, um, workshop that's going to be talking about goal setting, et cetera, et cetera. So that should be really cool. But The point of that is to say, when you find yourself fall into um, a circumstance that seems like it's taking you away from your your destiny, or it is disrupting kind of your goals or your drive, taking the time to do something like that activity where you're reassessing or you're assessing the goals you had maybe six months ago before the experience occurred, or um, you know, a year ago when, when you realize that things are kind of looking a little different than, you know, you expected, it helps visualize and see how things have shifted. And it gives you an opportunity to prompt yourself to make a difference, to make a change, to reprioritize some of these things. So that's kind of the goal behind that. Um, in the experiences that I had where I lost myself in a relationship, for example, um, it definitely wasn't, again, an out-of-body experience, 
where you feel like you're just on a um, a wheel. You're just kind of going and going. And at first, again, you don't notice it because it seems like a great idea. It seems like something new, exciting, fun, et cetera, et cetera. But over time, you realize how draining it can be, how the outcomes or the expectations of what you're looking for don't necessarily show up in that situation. And that is what causes you to almost to alarm yourself or awaken Um, sometimes it can be a friend. Sometimes it can be a circumstance. Um, as I reflect, there's a lot of just big, (laughs) big experiences that, um, came up or happened that let me know that I was not where I was supposed to be. There was no way that's not where I was supposed to be. And I wish that I had more trust in myself to let go of things that carried on way too long um, and didn't serve any positive purpose in my life. But I know that those things were, those things had to happen in order for me to find the value and the self-love and the courage and the strength that I have now. You know, things like I recall being in so, being so unhappy and not knowing how to get out of something, especially when you have, especially when you're so intertwined. And what I mean by that is like so much of your life is shared with their life, you know, family, sometimes friends, um, maybe you have kids, maybe, um, you know, job, you know, so much of your life is intertwined with them. And so you feel almost helpless when it comes to getting out of it because you it's so far removed. A fresh start is so far removed. And I remember one time, you know, the guy I was dating, um, and I had a a huge argument. We go back to his house and, um, I just didn't want to do it anymore. I was, I was over it. And it's not like I was in great danger. Like he was going to hurt me, but I definitely started seeing the signs of him being possessive. Um, and I didn't like that. I just didn't like that. I mean, it showed up with me you know, he and I, but it also showed up, um, in front of friends and very close friends at that. And that's how I knew that things were just going awry and I wanted out. I wanted out so bad. Um, I did have a fear that, you know, stalker fear where he was just going to stalk the hell out of me. And I didn't want that either. Um, I had tried to make the relationship work on many occasions, but I found that the directions, it was just so much friction. Um, but I remember this one moment where I knew I wanted out because I had just realized that things weren't adding up like it should have. And I was just ready to shift and make things out. And I will tell you this, study and understand um, the circumstances that you may be in. If there are names for the circumstances that you're in, whether it be a manipulative or a narcissistic um, or a womanizing um, situation, or a lack of motivation, whatever it may be, study and understand those things because that will help uplift you um, in the process. Because sometimes for us, you know, when you're closing a chapter, it can seem like failure. It can seem like, you know, you dropped the ball. The aspirations you had for this new opportunity didn't necessarily work out and you were the cause of it. There's so much, you know, there's so many things that could be coming from that. So, um, you know, we want to make sure that you understand exactly what you're in. And there's so many resources to that. I would definitely check out my Instagram 
to be able to just get a graze of those things because I occasionally post those things. But um, there's a lot of great therapists that are actually online now that are um, digitizing a lot of their recommendations or um, outlining a lot of content. If you look at my blog as well, too, that talks about resources for those of us who are trying to evolve and, and understand life and you know, circumstances that we're currently in or we have been in, there's great podcasts and um, video series and even accounts that are great at just absorbing and understanding. But in that circumstance, um, that specific night that I knew that I was willing to do whatever it took to get out of it, um, he went inside. We actually went to his house for something and he went inside to get something and I left. I just literally, he went inside, I went, I left the car and I just started walking home. Now, mind you, our houses, oh my goodness, they were not, they were not close, but I was willing to do whatever it is necessary to leave. And, um, I jumped, I jumped the, um, the wall. I started walking through a neighborhood, which I wasn't familiar with, whatever it could to deter him finding me and, that wasn't necessarily the best way because it, it created a panic um, on his accord where he knew something was wrong and he knew something was off instead of communicating. So I want you guys to be very clear that I wasn't always a communicator. I always I wasn't always a good communicator because my choice um, to communicate was lethal. And I knew to avoid that. Um, I had to find another way. And one of the ways was to go into a more fear-based response, which means to just completely um, remove communication in general and focus on, you know, flight. Um, And um, eventually he actually found me and was really, really sorry and allowed me to drive myself home. But it was a very um, uncomfortable experience getting out of that, um, just time in my life. And there was a lot of untwining that had to go on and breathing and understanding who I was, et cetera, et cetera. But I say all of this to say that, you know, it is a process, especially when you have lost yourself, you have lost yourself through a multitude of experiences, not just a quick overnight thing. Um, and getting yourself back requires a lot of work. Um, but it, it's almost like dating yourself. It's almost like, you know, shedding, you, you know, those layers, those pieces of you. Um, there may be um, a challenge in revisiting <clears throat> the things that have, you know, basically been let go of. And so you want to be careful that you don't create a negative habit when you're going through this process. You know, it, this, this episode in general has obviously unleashed a lot of things. And if you notice, I'm kind of a little bit slow and hesitant in this because there are memories related to this that I'm currently just visualizing, experiencing again. And that usually occurs in episodes where I reflect on my life or I use my life as an example. And this is one of those. Um, where I'm like deeply in a specific memory that, um, doesn't necessarily resonate with me as like a, 
a traumatic one. And now is where I feel like, wow, Sam, like you really needed someone to uplift you and to remind you who you were and to root for you. And you didn't necessarily have that because at that point I did not have a dream team. So I want to be very clear. I didn't have that dream team and that support system the way that I have it now. Um, it was more of like, here you are off in the world, you know, fresh out of high school, able to kind of just have access and the freedoms to life. However you see fit. Um, I didn't have that organized thought process at that time. And it was definitely a part of, um, me figuring myself out and figuring out life and, um, that playground that exists almost, you know, coming out of an experience like that per se, or even one where I was in, um, a career choice where my goal was to get a professional, um, experience that I couldn't necessarily get if I decided to fully commit to school, it definitely threw me through the ringer. Um, (laughs) it was one of those situations where, you had to follow the rules. You had to completely embody this um, mentality that was all about, you know, being submissive, being um, kind of like a a vessel that only churned out exactly what needed to be churned out. There was no creative, you know, opportunities. There was no sense of value. And it really, really shook me up because this was my first stab at getting into the quote unquote real world, um, moving from retail and having a more stable job where I felt like I was attacked all the time. My credibility was attacked. My innovativeness was attacked. That genuinely just made me feel less than that made me feel like I don't know who I am and I was struggling because this actually happened happened simultaneously with that relationship. And a lot of it felt like I am not good enough. I am not where I'm supposed to be. I am not capable of reaching higher, although I believe it. Um, It definitely, definitely shook me in different ways and frustrated me more than anything else. So you, you feel these walls coming down and, you know, beating up at you in different ways. And it was so uncomfortable to go through because you're demean, you know, I mean, people look at you like you're the hired help and you know that your input or your impact is essential. And it just makes you reconsider a lot of things and look at life a lot differently. So trying to take a step back and recognize that, you know what, there's got to be a way out. And I actually found the courage to do that um, through just letting go of certain things that were no longer serving me. One of those things being the relationship and creating the space necessary for me to realize that this job was not serving me. I took a great leap that seems like, seemed like a great idea. I want to be very honest and transparent with you guys as well, too. I sought out, you know, finding a new job because I knew that where I currently was, was not where I was supposed to be. And I was losing myself. I was literally losing it, losing myself 
And I didn't want that. I didn't want that. I didn't want that. So, you know, I took another opportunity. The opportunity lasted about two months before they, um, before they let me go and which spiraled my depression. (laughs) But I have to be very honest with you guys as well, too, because I, I want to still encourage those of you who are in circumstances that you're not happy with, that you're not content with, that you're not um, excited about anymore, or you know that something's off. I needed to have a great shift, a shift that basically um, required me to go to ground zero. And that's exactly what happened. Go to ground zero, be completely open to new opportunities. There's nothing kind of tying up my time, my energy for me to welcome a a whole new chapter. And that's exactly what happened. So during that experience of losing a relationship, um, losing friends, because I sure as hell lost friends, um, losing money, (laughs) losing a career, losing direction, I gained everything and more. That's when I knew that I needed to make a huge change and get closer towards where I needed to be. It just felt like L's over L's over L's over L's. And they were actually learning lessons because this was a like a grandier um, just mourning of a life, a chapter that I was a part of that was, again, not serving me not putting me in the direction I needed to. I didn't have the support I needed. That's why those things didn't last. They didn't stick. You know, they didn't withstand this life shift, this life change into propelling me into the place that I am now. I lost all those things and went through a period. I even lost my car. Oh my goodness, guys. It was just hard. 2012 was the end of 2012. Well, 2012, because that's when, you know, the peak of the climax of me not working out with my former employer and then moving to a new job, signing for two months, getting laid off two days after my birthday in September, um, and then spending six whole months of just complete, like, disparity um, because I just wasn't where I needed to be. And everything that I needed out of life was removed, including my car. My car was actually stolen um, from my employment. <laughs> I laugh, but it's not funny because it was such a, a like a forceful shift that was greater than me. And I'm just so proud of myself for not, you know, going within and beating myself up more and just being so negative about it. It really showed my resiliency. I think that's where I sharpened that tool really, really fine. And once I came out of that, I knew there wasn't anything in the world that was going to stop me from being able to get to where I needed to be and, you know, what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be. Um, You know, I immediately started looking for cars. I started saving more. You know, there's so many things that are part of us that we don't recognize, such as manifesting. I can't tell you how many times where I manifested something and God was like, okay, I hear you. I'm going to give you something greater than you can experience or expect. Um, But you have to be ready when that opportunity comes. Don't fight it. Don't fight it because it's designed for you. So don't fight it. And I manifested prior to, you know, not having that car anymore, um, a new car. I wanted a new car. I wanted to pay payments. 
I was just tired of my 97 Honda Civic, you know, shoot me, it's 2012. Um, and I really wanted a new car. I wanted a new opportunity. I wanted to just step my game up in general um, to be more comfortable, more have something more reliable. That car being taken away from me, you know, um, was a lot because then that meant that I had no transportation. There was a lot of sacrificing with finances and just reassessing my finances, where my finances were going. It was just a huge year for me, a phenomenal year um, that really tackled different parts of me that I had lost because I was comfortable. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't driven. I wasn't motivated. I was just living. I was just there. I mean, the car was, you know, showing all of the signs of like, okay, barely there. You know, my windshield had cracked really bad. Um, I had no AC, um, just different things were given out and I wasn't, you know, driven or motivated enough to be able to fix those things or make a decision. So God did. <clears throat> Sorry, he, he definitely did in a in a grandier way. Um, and shortly after that whole experience, I also got into the altercation with my brother and was kicked out and was sleeping on the floor. I was losing weight. There was a lot of things going on for me that year. And I'm, I'm being, again, super transparent, not to rub it in anyone's face, but I want you to know that this the words that I speak on or <clears throat> the thoughts that I have because of this isn't because I've just, you know, created this in my head is because of real deal lows. Okay. Like super, super low where depression was just rampant. Um, not having a job, not having income, getting a new car and then not having a job is like, oh, super blows, but these are things that were destined to happen when you're not living right, point blank period. That's just how I feel. When you are not where you're supposed to be, he will remove you, literally remove you from those experiences. And that's exactly what happened. And, you know, if you pay attention to these experiences where he removes you and you reset and you regain kind of sight of where you want to be, that is when, and that is only when you'll be able to be in a different place, be in a different light, be more of who you truly are supposed to be. And that's when I was able to um, kind of go within, you know, sacrifice, hibernate, if you will. Um, I, you know, got better opportunities as far as jobs. I got my feet wet. I got my confidence. Um, I got another chance at a career. And, um, I, I signed myself up for school. I let go of a relationship that wasn't serving me. Um, I, you know, was empowered to lose weight, um, you know, in a more healthier way. Um, <clears throat> I saved up for a new car. I got into my first in place. I mean, there's so many great things that counteracted the negative. So I want to elaborate on that because it was imperative. I started the job that I'm currently at now in 2013. Um, end of January, I think it was actually February 1st of 2013 is when I started. I started school in March, my bachelor's. I, you know, got a new, um, a new place and I moved in um, end of February. 
um, just before March 1st, um, there were just so many things that lined up after all of the shedding of circumstance. Now, be also very clear that experience or multitude of experiences um, was the extreme version, <laughs> the extreme version of, you know, your, you know, your let go of yourself or yourself is, is no longer available to you. And, um, there needs to be some rearranging. There needs to be some re, you know, reprogramming, but there are small moments in which those things happen. I know personally for me, just that one week where I was actually out of town and I didn't get to post my podcast because of just other things that were going on, in my opinion, created a shift in energy that woke me up in a way that let me know my 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 path had been disturbed. And ever since then, things like opportunities, things like um, just you know, habits have started to dwindle and I didn't carry over enough discipline and, you know, drive to my quote unquote break. It was a break, but it was a break from work, a break from day-to-day life, but not necessarily my journey when it came to this platform. This platform means a lot to me because it's given me the freedom and the growth and the time and the opportunity and the access to things I wouldn't have had access to had I had not started the platform. And I am determined to make a shift. I've noticed things like my numbers not adding up like it was after that one week of missing. It definitely let, I feel, certain listeners down because in this day and age, depending on what you're going through, having an an outlet in which you can, you know, listen on and be yourself and hear the things that you need to hear is imperative. It is mental health right now. This season that we're in right now is so delicate. And I personally am, you know, a person who has been experiencing the delicacies of my own mental health due to all of the things that have been, you know, headed my way, whether I wanted it to or not. So, sorry, I definitely want to say I am reinvigorated because even as I look at my calendar, which is dead center in front of me, as I record this um, podcast, I see a lot of regroup, resting, tough conversations, these different highlights of days previous that um, just shed light on the kind of um, rocky road that I had been on subconsciously, if you will. Um, I'm definitely in a better place now and ready to ramp things up, but it's the transparency that I caught myself, you know, prior to completely spiraling. And as you start to learn yourself, you know, recognize the different parts of you that you need to exercise, that you need to stay true to in order to keep yourself grounded, you'll recognize when you're you're falling off or you're not exactly where you're supposed to be, or it's not adding up the way that it should, or you need to add a little bit of this. It's almost like cooking where you're like, okay, it may come out a little bit different because I didn't add enough salt or I need to add a little bit more pepper or I need to do X, Y, and Z. So on my end, I will say 
in this process where I've kind of not necessarily completely let myself go, but I've had moments or a stent where I let myself go um, and was more focused on things that can't serve me the way that I can, especially with this this platform. Um, I've seen the effects that it has, and I'm more determined to be more aligned with where I should be and where I want to be. It is a new month. It is a new opportunity. Um, I have a new podcast coming, you know, every week again, and I also have a new um, workshop this month. So I'm super excited about that. And that's going to basically be a catalyst to just redesigning things because I felt that in my previous podcast, I'm sorry, workshop that I did, which was actually done um, two weeks ago. Um, you can definitely check it out on everythinginme.com. It's going to be on there, basically front and center, where you can see the video and kind of what, you know, what what went on and and how I conducted it. I definitely saw some tweaks and some things that I definitely want to do a lot differently. I find that, you know, these op- opportunities are such a, a really cool place for me to learn myself learn my skills, be better at who I want to be, do the things that I really want to do. And I get to do it with you guys. And that is such a huge thing for me. So for those of you attending or were there live, thank you so much. I definitely had a lot of fun doing it, but this next um, podcast slash, you know, um, workshop will be super informative. And I hope that you guys can attend. More information will be available on my social media platforms this week and um, everythinginme.com so you guys can sign up and register and feel free to share this episode. And I hopefully this encourages you guys to be more mindful of how you may be spiraling or losing yourself and also encourage you to regroup and know that this happens to all of us at different stages and, you know, fight for the person that you want to be and, um, you know, go towards the goals that you want and reset and give yourself that grace and that time and that patience to get to that place and know that there is another side. There is a lot of chances that are given before you hit rock bottom. So I hope to encourage you guys and thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. And feel free to rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot to me because it gives me the understanding of what you guys think. And I look forward to chatting with you guys in my next episode on Friday of next week.